It's Be A Doer with Master Fitness Trainer John Abdo. I'm Steve Syed. Each Be A Doer podcast features Master Coach and Trainer John Abdo sharing his fitness insights to help you get into shape and stay there. Thanks for joining us. Over the world. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. Thank you for having me. Well, you know what, John? I'm, I'm excited to get into some more uh, specifics with you regarding New Year's resolutions. You talked about motivating yourself, uh, staying true to your resolutions. Let's talk about the, the mechanics of it. We talked a little bit about diet. I loved uh, your, your fist uh, analogy. I, I kind of look at it of, uh, of your fist analogy as a fist full of great advice. Um, so let's talk about the fitness aspect of it now, uh, particularly from those who are, who are beginners and, and what they should really be doing. Now, the good old-fashioned calisthenics, where do they stand today? Uh, you, you know, you hear about aerobics, and, but where are the, are the push-ups and the sit-ups and the stretches and those kinds of things? You know, a wide range of people, you know, lifestyles, uh, physical compositions, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to back up and, and give a conservative answer here, because, you know, if I was talking to a group of world class athletes that are training for the Olympics, my response would be totally different than somebody who's, uh, you know, run, or trying to run a business or, you know, uh, keep a family uh, together and, you know, fed and things like that. Um, I always tell people to make up what I call the fitness menu. And what a fitness menu is, it's look around your house, look around your office, look around places that you, you frequent and see if there's anything that you could do to exercise with. And by golly, there are tons of things, you know, cause I, I started out teaching this stuff, Steve, when I was uh, 17 years old, I'm 62 now. So I've been doing this for over 45 years. And I remember when I first started personal training, I would go to people's homes. First and foremost, fitness wasn't a big phenomenon back then. People like me were considered health fanatics and I hate to say it, health food nuts and, you know, fitness nuts and things like that. But these people don't have equipment. <clears throat> so when I went to their homes, it's like, okay, what can we do? Well, we we sit on chairs, we sit on benches, we lay on the floor. You know, if they had buckets, we would, you know, have them with buckets filled with water or sand or, you know, empty milk cartons and things like that. Obviously, in today's day and age, most people do have equipment or they know where to get it, you know. Um, so make up a little fitness menu. And that does not only include equipment. It could be going for a walk. It could be going to the local gym. It could be playing with your kids, with your dog, fitness activities, and start to activate yourself. And the reason why I say a fitness menu, uh, I like to give analogies. You know, I think eggs are a fantastic source of nutrition, but I would not want to eat eggs every single morning, let alone scramble eggs every single morning for breakfast. I want variety. It's the same thing with fitness. So with beginners, you know, a lot of beginners go to these clubs and to these classes, and it's like hardcore stuff. And they're starting, number one, at a higher level than what their physical capacity is at that time. But number two, it's too concentrated on just one facet of fitness. You need flexibility. You need muscle strength. You need endurance. You need, you know, you, you just need uh, skeletal support so your body is, is much stronger and being held together with muscles. Obviously, you want the motion ability of, of the muscles. So, you know, I don't want it to sound too complicated. Just get back. If you could do jumping jacks like you did back in grade school and high school, if you could do push-ups, if you could get on the floor and do crunches, if you could sit on a chair and do knee lifts, do those things. And people say, well, I don't know how to do them. I don't know how long to do them. Just do them. 
and 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 that's why we're calling. You know, we're we're doers. We just we just do it. You know, we we don't think about it, well. What about this? What about that? Stop the excuses. Just do it. Do it to your best capacity. There's so much stuff online. There's so much stuff that we present here. And thank you for giving me and and our company the opportunity to get these messages out, but there's exercises there, you know, you got the abdur, we got all the different, uh, the do not diet eating plan. So there's a lot of resources, but you know, I, just to boil it back down again, make up a fit, a fitness menu, write it down. So every day you go, Hey, you know, I want to do something different. I don't want to lay on the floor today and do crunches, but you know, I feel kind of, I feel kind of jazzed up. I'm going to do some jumping jacks and running in place and maybe some shadow boxing. And by golly, Steve, all this stuff works. I call it a cumulative results training. The acronym is ART, the art of proper training, A-R-T, a cumulative results training. So let's say you did some jumping jacks, running in place, and some shadow boxing in the morning. You did that in the morning. And then afterwards, you know, maybe mid-afternoon you do the same thing and then nighttime after dinner after your your belly is settled a little bit after your meal you do the same thing you do it three times a day but if you tally up the total amount of time you've worked out for probably five minutes throughout the course of the day but what you're doing you're creating these little these little metabolic bursts or jolts of activity that really excite your metabolism and it trains your metabolism to that jolt and as a result of it, you think, oh, hey, you know, two minutes here and one minute there and five minutes all day accumulated doesn't doesn't accumulate. It does. It's really phenomenal. Plus, it gets your body into a pattern for exertion. Now, John, I've heard that it is important to vary the exercises that you're doing, that you shouldn't be doing the same exercises every day because that could actually impact uh, your certain muscles negatively. Is that right? Well, it's... It all depends on the intensity. If you do a certain exercise every day, then what you're doing, you're ignoring other muscular patterns of coordination that would be learned and or conditioned with other movements or other activities. So it's like, okay, you know, typical example, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners will relate to this, is a guy and or woman who goes to the gym and they just do bench presses. It's like, oh, I just do bench presses. So over the weeks, months, and years, they only do bench presses. Not only is, is – it's a great exercise, so I'm not putting it down. I'm just putting it in its place in the overall context and to, and to, and to answer your question. <clears throat> but it's, it gets mentally boring. It's hard to keep yourself motivated for, hey, what are you going to do today? Uh, bench presses. What did you do yesterday? Uh, bench presses. What are you going to do tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> what do you think? So you add that variety in there because if, if you're if you're trying to focus on the muscles that bench presses hit, the pectoralis, chest, the uh, deltoids, shoulders, the triceps, you know, upper back, et cetera, et cetera, then there's other exercises for those. So if bench press is your number one exercise or your number one objective, then it's it's advantageous to divert and do what we call ancillary or adjunct or remedial exercises that in and of themselves can be goal orientated and uh, obviously deliver their own different patterns of, of mental um, nervous uh, muscular coordination. But, and, 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 and the end result is individually you're going to get stronger from those, but at the same time it's going to help your bench press. So if you do one thing, eventually it's going to plateau, it's going to stagnate. And what happens when people plateau and stagnate, they start to uh, get depressed 
about, oh, I'm not getting any more results. This was working before. Why isn't it working now? And it's it's uh, it's really a tailspin. So uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> the long-winded answer can be deduced to variety really is the spice of life, and uh, it, it and that pertains to fitness as well. So when so when people are putting together their menu, which which is such a super way of looking at getting your fitness program underway, uh, should they look at it from a perspective of each of their of the areas of their body? Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, it's easy for me because I've been doing this for decades. You know, I could say shoulders, these exercises, chest, these exercises, abdomen, these exercises, you know, and go on and on and on and on. But then you got combination exercises and then you got, you know, uh, running, biking, skating, swimming, playing, playing sports and, and things like that, which is a whole new menu that could be part of that same log journal you know, that's just on the other page. So now you have a mixture of static exercises, which in this, in this analogy is say like a push up or a crunch. Yeah. I mean, that, that's an exercise you do in one location and it pretty much works one muscle or one body part. But if you got running or tennis or golf or things like that, now all of a sudden it's like, well, well, what does that hit? Does it hit the shoulders? Yeah, it hits the shoulders. That's all it hits. No, it hits the whole body, you know? And it's also mentally refreshing because, the muscles don't contract unless they get a nervous impulse, just a light, like, just like a light bulb doesn't illuminate unless there's a wire connected to it. But even that doesn't happen unless the switch is turned on to send the energy through the wire to illuminate the light bulb, which is the brain nerve muscle connection. So, you know, I try to look at it uh, internally, infrastructurally, the infrastructure of the human body and just simple things. Again, spread out over, you know, consistent periods of time, maybe, you know, a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. I mean, if you got time for a longer workout, go for it. But a lot of people, uh, one of their complaints and or reasons for not exercising or quitting exercising is I don't have the time. It's like that's that's no longer an excuse because time is no longer a factor. Just jolt your body and your body's metabolism will respond. You're listening to Be a Doer with John Abdo. Please join us again for more fitness and health tips from master trainer and coach John Abdo.